Welcome to Alternative Dog Moms Podcast. I'm Kimberly Gautier, the creator of Keep the Tail Wagging. For the past nine years, I've been blogging about raw feeding, pet wellness, and life as a crazy dog mom. I've seen massive improvements in my dog's health since I started raising my dogs naturally, and I'm passionate about sharing my experience to help other pet parents. I'm Erin Scott. For the past nine years, I've been researching and learning everything I can about healing cancer, allergies, autoimmune, and mystery illnesses in both my dogs and myself, and I can't wait to share with you everything I've learned on this journey. As the Alternative Dog Moms, we're bringing you all the latest dog health news that we're following and sharing the tips, tricks, and resources we learn along the way. Now, let's get started. Kimberly. Hello, Erin. How are you tonight? Doing good. How are you? All right. I'm here. (laughs) That's kind of how I feel too. (laughs) Drinking hot chocolate. It's my busy time of the year. So it's going into budgeting season and a month in close is due tomorrow. So I'll be working late tonight. I have to pick up dog food and then just throw it into a cold garage and I'll deal with it on Thursday because I just don't have time. And I don't even know what I'm picking up to be perfectly honest. And I'm going to be really annoyed if I show up and I pick up some little tiny small box because sometimes that happens, but you know, otherwise don't really have anything to complain about. Just tons of first world problems. Exactly. How's Nino? Um, he's, he's been stable for the past week. So that's always good. He's not a hundred percent, you know, but, um, but no worse. So I'll take that. That's good. Very, very good. We go to the chiropractor this weekend. So I'm hopeful, uh, you know, we'll see how he's doing some then we've noticed something interesting. It's happened a couple times where Tim and I will be kind of massaging kind of along his spine. Mm-hmm. And there's a spot that we get to about three quarters of the way down his back that has made him yelp. And then he like takes off and then he gets all weird, like, don't touch me. (laughs) And he had a a spot that was really out of whack, uh, like two chiropractic adjustments ago. And so this happened uh, a couple days ago again. So we're like, okay, he must really need to see the chiropractor. Okay. Dog mom problems. (laughs) No, I need to find a chiropractic chiropractor in my area. Not that my dogs need it, but with Bella and her little wonky legs, um, I want to just sort of, I'm doing everything like to get a head's start on any potential joint issue down the line. She had her one year vaccinations. Oh, okay. And so she is fully vaccinated. And um, I think going forward though, I think I, I do want to, I mean, she'll be vaccinated for rabies at least one more time before she's a senior. Because I like to do it every four to five years, even though that's not the law. But I do want to have her titered maybe like next year or maybe in two years just to see what her levels are. Because I'm just really curious about it. I hear from so many people that have had their dogs titered and like either everything was fine or everything except for one was fine. And so I'd be very curious about that. Yeah, I... I get confused, I guess, trying to understand the titers. We might have to bring somebody on to explain it all to us one time. Yeah, it's just the antibodies in the system. But speaking of vaccinations, and this isn't planned, but, and I need to find out the name of it, but there is a treatment 
that is knocking Parvo out of the park. So, I've heard about this. Okay, because you're in rescue too. But yeah, we are seeing really great things because a lot of times we will get a litter of puppies and it's just a matter of time before they break with Parvo. And now this treatment is like we're we're basically getting 100% survival rates because of this treatment. And it's just, it, it's, it warms my heart because, you know, people act like, oh, veterinarians, all they want to do is vaccinate and they da, 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 da. And it's just like, no, that's not actually the case. They are trying to save these dogs. And, and while I don't agree with all of the vaccines, like, you know, I'm not going to have my dogs aren't going to be vaccinated against, you know, the canine flu, you know, because since it's not a, a risk where I live, and in this time of the year and through the spring, we don't go to the dog park. Um, I feel like my dogs are perfectly safe. But if I were in some type of environment where it was high risk, because I do know someone who lost their dog from the canine flu and it goes quickly, uh, I would really consider the vaccine and really look more into it. So it's just it's nice to see like good things coming out from the medications, especially there's another thing, um, the vaccine for, is it hemangiosarcoma and osteosarcoma, where, where if a dog, I did, we just interviewed someone over on girls with dogs. And basically if your dog has, is diagnosed with osteosarcoma, there's a period of time. And I don't know if this is, I think it's evolved, but as I understand it, as part of the treatment, they will take, um, I don't know if it's like, you know, what they're taking, but tissues or something from the cancer, spinning it up and turning it into a vaccine that basically encourages the body to fight the cancer cells should it come back. And so the whole point of it is that, you know, a dog is never truly in remission from osteosarcoma, but with this vaccine, it increases the likelihood that a dog will not only survive it, but will actually just go into remission. Oh, okay. So. I've heard of it for like a friend of mine had a dog with uh, oral melanoma, mm-hmm. and a vaccine treatment, but I didn't know there was. A yeah. For other it's, cancers it's not common. And it's not everywhere. So people are traveling with their animals to get it, but it's still, it's like one of those things where I hope to see you know, if we, if we are hitting cancer from both ends, so we're thinking about when we spay and neuter, what vaccines we're giving our dogs, what food we're feeding our dogs, but also towards the end, because since it's going to take several generations to reduce those cancer rates, but also hit it from the other side after a diagnosis so that they have a better chance of surviving and having it not come back. It would, you know, I think it's, I think it's exciting. And, you know, going back to, you know, who we were talking about, Holly and her husband, is it Cortland? With the dance. God, what Carlton. Carlton. Okay. Oh, Carlton. I get it now. Yeah, I'll always remember. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Holly and Carlton, what they are doing, you know, through Animal, animal Biome is just, you know, it's kind of a upbeat, exciting time right now seeing people, I won't say put their money where their mouth is, but it's sort of like that sentiment where, you know, we're going to talk the talk, we're going to walk the walk. And that's pretty exciting to see. Yeah. I'm, it's like, I'm always hopeful that 
we can take care of our dogs in a way that we don't need these cancer treatments. But obviously, it's such a huge statistical amount of dogs that are, you know, being diagnosed all the time that, mm-hmm. yeah, we do need to be thinking about treating it also. So, so EMF smart plugs. Oh, that was going around. Yeah. That, that one blew me away because I'm not really a tech, a technology person. I'm not, you know, excited about the latest and greatest. I don't need, you know, I guess the most exciting thing that I remember in life was in the eighties, you know, the clap on the clap, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and I have a song going on in my head, (laughs) you know, that was like the exciting thing, but I've never been a person that needed to like to me a smart house is a terrifying place yeah I'm the same because I'm thinking there has got to be a horror movie in which someone was trapped into a house and couldn't get out and the house was going against them and um or maybe that's an you know amalgamation of several horror movies but I just don't think it's a good good idea. I'm still, I still think that, you know, AI is going to kill us someday. They're going to realize they don't need us. We are more harm than good. And they are going to decide that it's a good idea if they just put us out of our misery. And so the idea of buying, you know, like smart plugs, I mean, I don't even have a, what's it called? The ring camera, even though I feel like so many crimes are being caught with ring cameras, I feel like I need one, but I just, I, I have enough. I have a cell phone, I have Wi-Fi, and I have smart TVs. I have enough. I don't need a smart fridge. Yeah, I don't either. I'm, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, we don't even have a programmable thermostat. We have an old school dial thermostat on our house. Uh, I don't like the idea that the power company could decide that I don't need air conditioning right now in the summer. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I, I keep my... Exactly. And I don't mean to sound paranoid, but I just feel like, you know, I could. there's a level between convenience and then just allowing control elsewhere. And I heard a story about a man who got locked out of his smart home because the company, I guess, whatever he was doing on social media was against the terms of service with the company. And so deep down in those things where we just click the little box, there's something that says that they can shut you down. And so they locked him out of his home. It wasn't like it was their home that he was renting. It was his home. He just had the smart stuff installed in it. And that's like, you know, that's just being locked outside. My head goes to a very dark, dark place where I'm sitting in a house and the heat is 105 degrees or they turn on the AC to bring it down to five below or <laughs> or they lock me inside so I, I don't have any food. I mean, the water tastes horrible because <laughs> I just, yeah. So it just never occurred to me to get something like this. But seeing that story go around about how these things impact our dogs was, I mean, it was shocking. And I, I mean, the story was so good because when the, when it got to the end and the veterinarians like, well, and for people who haven't read the story, basically a dog was acting very weird, restless, whining. Like and they didn't chewing it himself. And, yeah. And they had no idea. Took him to the vet and pacing, panting. He was fine. He was fine at the vet there, you know, and just, it was just really bizarre. 
And so the vet finally is like, well, what has changed in your home? And they brought up these, this, these smart outlets um, for their lamps and such. And, um, and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, we've heard of that. You know, basically there's a frequency that the dogs hear and it's just very disturbing to them. And when they unplug them, the dog immediately went right back to normal. So I wanted to look up what exactly a smart plug is because, like, I don't even know, like, what this means exactly. So it says a smart plug is a small Wi-Fi enabled power adapter that plugs into a regular wall outlet and controls the flow of electricity to connected devices. Once set up, you can control a smart plug from a companion app on your phone or from a smart speaker. It's also possible to control a smart plug and integrate it with voice-assisted commands from things like Amazon Alexa or Google Home. And it says that, well, Best Buy anyway, says, yes, it's definitely worth replacing your regular plugs with smart plug alternatives because Best Buy sells them Mm -hmm. uh, because you can remotely control your home appliances. That's what's so funny. What do you need your home appliances to do? I mean, the only thing I could think of is like this time of year where it's getting darker later or earlier. So you would, you know, maybe from your app, turn the lights on or when you're on vacation. I think I've seen a commercial like that where you're on vacation. So you do things like have the lights turn off and on. So anyone driving by knows, oh, maybe they are home kind of like the home alone type of situation. I don't go anywhere. So that's okay. <laughs> and we well, since I work from home, it's not an issue. But before I work from home, we just left our lights on. I mean, we have a light in the living room that or a light over the stove or the sink. And that was a light. So we yep. never came in to a dark house. And then the lights outside, we would just leave them on. They're not dr- it's not like it's so much power that we're like, oh my gosh, that electricity bill. I mean, I, it's, not, it's not really doing anything. And I feel like that's what everyone has done since the dawn of electricity. Uh-huh. But yeah, I mean, that's what we do. And with the time change, you know, it's like we leave like the bathroom hall bathroom light on and we leave the light on over the stove and we have a motion light out front. So that way, <laughs> when we come out in the driveway, you know, it pops on. And yeah, yeah. and hasn't hasn't ever been a problem. <laughs> I've never been like, oh, I need to I need to turn that light on before I get home. I'm going to grab my phone. I mean, but if, and I but I do understand like the whole um, what's the word, the novelty of it. Like, you know, having a phone, if I had a car and, and going to my phone and hitting something to have my car start warming up type of thing while, before. And I, did, I just don't have to go outside in that freezing cold and, and, you know, spend three minutes turning my car on and coming back in the house. I can, I can understand the novelty of it, but um, I just... It's, I'm so out of touch with all of these things. I just need my TV to work. That's all. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm pretty much the same way. I, I have you, well, you you're watching, uh, upload. I mean, are we Luddites? <laughs> I, you know, I, upload freaks me out a little, a little bit too, because I would be the person in the basement with one gig. <laughs> exactly. I'm st- I'm still at the beginning of season two because whenever someone's about to get in trouble, I, I don't know why, but I get secondhand fear. Oh, I totally get that. 
And I, yeah, I just can't. So there's a part, I, I, don't, I think it's like even episode two, may, um, of maybe episode is after the dinner party, basically. I've made it through the dinner party. They're downstairs and sorry to spoil it for people, but they're giving gigs to people. And someone was looking at them and I'm like, oh, they're going to get caught and immediately shut it off. <laughs> and that was like about two and a half weeks ago. Oh my gosh. That's and every time I think about going and I was thinking about it today, I was like, I really want to see what happens next. What I'll do is I'll Google it and I won't read up on the entire I'll just find out what happens on this episode and then I can watch it. I can, I can deal with a horror movie more than I can deal with like secondhand embarrassment <laughs> and, and cringe. And I'd rather watch a horror movie. <laughs> and it's just like, I just have such a hard time. But yeah, so yeah, smart outlets. I'm actually really surprised that people, that there wasn't at least one person that got mad about it. I'm sure there probably is on one of the mini discussions because it was shared all over the place. Yeah, that really went viral. Yeah, I was waiting for the person who would be like, this isn't true. This is fake news. I was waiting for that one. But I think so many people, we're all a little suspicious of all this AI and you know, smart, whatever that I can understand that people are, we're just, I just feel like this is just another way for Amazon to spy on me <laughs> and sell me stuff. Exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly. I mean, I had that happen recently where, you know, like a friend of mine was telling me about something and then I get the ad in my feed and I just, I don't appreciate that stuff. <laughs> it's, it's like, I only like, well, I could say this. Sometimes I like it. I mean, and this is very rare, but sometimes it's convenient as all hell, but it's very rare that it is convenient. For the most part, it's just creepy. Yeah. It's what creepy. really ticks me off is when it's something that I am interested in, like they nail me good. <laughs> and then I fall down the rabbit hole and actually click on the ad because it's like, oh, well, what is this? And then it's funny because there are things where you think you're looking at something unique, but it's not. There are five other companies that offer the same thing and they also have ads. So now my entire feed is one of these five companies, just all of them hitting me. And I have to go through and explain to the ad thing that I don't want to see this anymore. Yes, yes, and, yes, yes, yes. And I've, I've started, oh, speaking of ad things, and I know this has nothing to do with dogs, but- the number of inappropriate things that I'm seeing in my Instagram feed lately is astounding. And there's now a new option where it's like, no, 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 Instagram, I don't like this, where it says, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> and I feel like an 85-year-old woman who was like, yes, this makes me uncomfortable. This is inappropriate. Is it kibble <laughs> I wish it were. No, it's very inappropriate content for Social media, in my opinion, I know it's some it's it's just inappropriate, very inappropriate. I don't know where it it needs to be on OnlyFans. It does not need to be in my Instagram feed. Yeah, exactly. Oh, inappropriate. <laughs> That's where it needs to be on on OnlyFans. And so I, I've been doing that a lot, and I feel like yeah, I feel like I'm ninety years old now. Doddering old grandma that doesn't like new things. <laughs> Except for my new TV, which is fantastic. Well, that's good. <laughs> so what else was there? 
Oh, yeah. So tell me more. Did you just fart? Not me. Thank you for that. Bella just is sitting below me, and that was lovely. It's like that's the the sentence that every dog owner says some (laughs) form of that. Did you just fart? Um, But the Science Direct article, the study of the, is it 35 brands? Yeah. So I'll put a link in the show notes. It's called Assessment of the Content of Macronutrients and Microbiological Safety of Dry Dog Foods. And it basically says that they looked at 35 different dry dog foods, both grain-free kibble and, I don't know, grain-full kibble, whatever the opposite of grain-containing kibble. And it said that 100% of the dry dog foods were contaminated with bacteria and that grain-included dry dog foods contain pathogens more often than the grain-free dry foods. Mm-hmm. And I just want to be like... Mic drop. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really interesting, and I'm curious to know. I have so many questions now because since that saying and it's like the impact of that on, we already know that a dog's gut microbiome isn't done any favors when fed a kibble diet. What do those pathogens? How not only do they impact the gut, but they're also impacting the immune system. But what else are they doing? So when we're talking about the um, the kibble that had grain in it has even more and more likely to have pathogens, I wonder if eventually that'll be tied to DCM somehow or some type of heart disease somehow. Because, you know, there is, as I understood it, some of the, you know, they with the grain-free, they replaced it with legumes. And that was what, because they acted as an anti-nutrient blocking taurine and leading to heart disease. Of course, now they come back and says, oh, we don't really know what was going on. But I am curious to know whether it be the grain-free or the grain-full kibble, if there are, you know, when it comes to like the allergies, you know, heart disease, um, gut issues, if there's any type of, what, what's the correlation between the pathogens and those health issues? I mean, it reminds me of, you know, like talking to Dr. Holly Gans and uh, also Dr. Emily, who's with Teeth, who mm-hmm. was talking about, you know, the connection between like bacteria in the mouth and then causing dementia and things yeah. like that. And, you know, that how many of these things are being caused by bacteria is fascinating. Yeah. And yeah, so it'll be interesting. What I found also interesting was the whole idea that they had more nutrients than what was required. Because I think these were all UK brands. And um, I thought that that was interesting because, you know, so they're more nutritious than what is required by their um, FDF. But then it's sort of like, but what about the the nutrients that, um, like the fat soluble vitamins, you know, that can, if you have more of them in there over time, it can actually be an issue. I was wondering if it was like that across the board or if it was just saying that they're um, more nutritious than what is required. Sort of like, yes, it has tons of bacteria in it or pathogens in it, but it's super nutritious. Yeah, but it's not necessarily the nutrients aren't matching up to what's on the label on the bag of dog food, I guess. Yeah. So it's, you know, I think it'll be interesting to see 
I'm curious to know what made them go down this line. And it'll be interesting to see how far they take this. I'm not surprised that it wasn't um, like a U.S.-based company doing it because I feel like anything that's going to shed any negative light on kibble, kibble is frowned upon here. I, I expect to see some changes given that Animal Biome is working with Hills and basically opening their eyes. But still, we don't really see a whole lot. It'll be interesting. So yeah, this study was done in Poland by uh, scientists in Poland. Mm. Okay. And it starts out by saying, in Europe, there are no legal regulations specifying maximum allowable limits for pathogenic bacteria or fungi or yeasts in dog food. <laughs> the aim of the study was to evaluate the microbiological safety of 35 dry dog foods, taking into account the division into foods with grains as the main plant ingredient and those described as grain-free. Yeah, I guess they assumed that the grain-included foods were more susceptible to the presence of total number of bacteria, and they proved that one right. I mean, it makes sense because, I mean, a lot of, well, here in the States, that's one of the concerns that the grain is sitting in a warehouse and, mm -hmm. you know, the aflatoxins that are just like, yay, having a party, and then it's being put into our pet's food. And so yep. that is an issue. So yep, yep. that's pretty interesting. How did you find that? Uh, Dr. Odette Suter shared it. Oh, okay. Well, that's really cool. That's a good one. So yeah, I'll have a link for everybody in the show notes if they want to check that out. Yeah. And so you saw, uh, you know, Carrie Hyde's video from yes. Donor of the Spa and about her holistic pet wellness subscription box, which I, um, just having conver ha having had conversations with her in the past, it was really exciting to see this because I knew that she did go and she's just very interested in the lives of wolves, that she's gone in down into a wolf den and was just very interested in like what was eaten, what was left behind. And when she mentioned that it was going to be seasonal, I thought that that was just absolutely brilliant because I, I, someone told me this a long time ago. And it wasn't about dogs, but it was just about health in general. And it was um, a coworker of mine that started intermittent fasting. And when he was explaining why he did intermittent fasting, it wasn't one of those, well, because I want to lose weight and this is the fastest way. He was just talking about, you know, that it's not natural for us to be munching on food 24-7 and giving our, you know, gut a break. And so, and, and, you know, basically feeding during a certain period of time to allow our bodies to have an extended fast, but he also would eat seasonally. So he, you know, if apples, for example, aren't in season, like right now, apples are falling out of season. So he would not be eating apples right now because they're not in season. And that's how, you know, he didn't eat fruit in the wintertime, you know, and I thought that that was really interesting, just sort of the idea of, um, basically having an ancestral diet, but just for humans and that humans would be eating um, just what they would be eating in the wintertime. That's what he focused on. And that's how he did year round. And so seeing that apply to dogs, I've seen people talk about it. Um, and I've seen like randomly people saying things like, oh, well, I wouldn't feed my, that to my dog because it's not in season even though you can get it from a grocery store. But uh, to see someone actually put it into practice is pretty cool. Are you going to sign up? 
Maybe. I was thinking it might make like a nice uh, dog Christmas present or something. <laughs> I know. I'm very curious about it. It's just, you know, it's it's funny because for years there were all these um, subscription boxes, but I was never interested in them because, you know, I would sign up for one and I would maybe find one thing that I could use because the toys were too wimpy because, you know, Rodrigo would destroy every toy in seconds. A lot of the treats and things were just, I didn't feel comfortable giving it to my dogs. And this is when I was just a brand new, not even a raw feeder, just sort of someone who was trying to do better. But so I'm going through all of these boxes and, you know, bark box and, um, and I just couldn't really stick with the subscription because I was giving everything away. Yeah. So when um, Real Dog Box came about, that was really exciting to me. Yeah. And I would love to see, I'm interested in the this new holistic box, but I would actually really love to see something like Bark Box, but from from like a raw feeder or just a just a hope, maybe a holistic minded person where it does have toys and it does have, it has a little bit of everything. Cause there are a lot of, you know, things have changed. There are so many people out there that have really cool products. I just don't know. I don't know how it's changed, but I remember in, I guess this was probably 15 years ago. A lot of these companies would give their products to the subscription service because it was more of a marketing thing for them. Right. Right. And you're dealing with very small companies that can't, that, you know, that's can't really afford to just give tons of product away or make a whole new line of products that are smaller to be able to fit into a subscription box. So I don't know how that'll work. I'm not interested in doing it. I'm just interested in being a customer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great idea. I think it's a great way to learn about new products that are out there or maybe something you want to try, but you know, you don't want to commit to like the whole price. Maybe you can just get like the sample to try or yeah. you know, so I think it's a really cool idea. I think it would be really nice. Definitely a nice Christmas present for the pups. I know. So speaking of Christmas, so Christmas is coming up. Black Friday is in a couple weeks. Next Friday. Is it next Friday? Gosh, next that, Friday. Went, that went really fast. Oh, good. I'm so excited because next week will be a short week. Three lovely days. But anyway, we just did. A, we just bought our 10 pounds of potatoes because Tim makes mashed potatoes for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Make 10 pounds. I love, love, love mashed potatoes. I am, I am actually taking Thanksgiving off this year. I was going to go home to Portland and I was going to surprise my, my aunt and spend Thanksgiving with her. But this isn't really a good time for her, for me to surprise her. So I'm staying home and I'm just going to have an introvert day of silence. And I'm so looking forward to it. Um, But it's going to be Black Friday. And I was thinking about, you know, when it comes to Black Friday, most of my, you know, people are, you know, getting TVs, getting gaming systems, getting appliances, I'm gathering. But um for Black Friday, for me, what I'm most interested in are kitchen things. So, um, well, I mean, I already have my, what is it, Instapot, but I'm always looking for really good solid spoons and um, big, huge stainless steel bowls, you know, like I got a stock pot one year or glass storage containers with the seal. But basically everything is dog themed. It's like anything that, to make life easier for my dogs. And I was curious to know, what what do you look for? 
<laughs> Selfishly, things for me. <laughs> because I'm so bad about, like, I need new jeans and, like, I don't want to spend the money. So, like, I'll wait till Black Friday and then at least I can get them, like, 30% off or something. Or oh my, my shoes, uh, you know, my sneakers brand that I like, uh, I'll wait because they always have a really good Black Friday deal. So yeah, selfishly, it's, it's for me. <laughs> well, I won't judge you because I will admit I have more clothes than I need. So I don't need any jeans. I, I don't even know how many pairs of jeans I have. I just have a lot. I mean, I have a lot, but I only wear like two because like, you know, one I busted the knee out of and like one I actually <laughs> lost weight. And so now they like look all droopy and, you know. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I, I will be looking for walking shoes because I got a pair of walking shoes in 2020. Um, and I can't remember the name of the brand, but someone recommended it to me. They are so nice, so comfortable. But we adopted a puppy a year ago and she ripped the insoles out. So oh, no. they're not as nice and comfortable anymore. And so I need to get another pair anyway. And so I will be looking for those. But yeah, everything, I have everything. Like, I got my television, my Amazon Fire television. So I will be going back to see if it goes on sale to get the difference. But I was considering getting a, what's it called? A a Blu-ray player, but apparently those cost a million dollars right now. So I'm just not interested. But yeah, most everything. I'm not even going to be buying supplements. Usually I'll buy, I'll stock up on supplements. That's when I buy my coconut oil, um, like my joint supplements for Zoe, Maybe I'll get some of those, but basically I'm, I am only going to do BOGO sales. So if it's a buy one, get one free, they can have all my money, (laughs) but otherwise I am not doing anything else. And I am very tempted to buy something from raw feeding Miami. Oh, yes. I don't often spend time on their website because they are in Miami and I am in Washington and it makes no sense for me to buy anything (laughs) from them. But I was on their website a couple nights ago and filled up my cart with $200 worth of stuff and then backed it down because shipping was going to be insane. But I'm very curious about just treating myself to a raw feeding Miami order. So I have everything in my shopping cart. I created an account. And if they have a Black Friday sale, that is what I'm going to do. And I am so excited about it. Well, I'm also helping behind the scenes with Black Fur Day. (laughs) I'm excited about that. So last year, you know, Dr. Connor Brady and Poppy Phillips put on this event. It was a marathon eight hour live stream (laughs) and uh, we were all exhausted afterwards. And this year they're changing it up and it's going to be spread out over the course of several days and some will be pre-recorded, some will be live. So I'm sure there's going to be some good deals on there too. So if I get anything for the dogs, it'll probably be through this event. Oh, I mean, it's so much cool. I went to a um, a Christmas craft show uh, event this past weekend and spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Oh, wow. Yes. Are you that Christmassy? No. <laughs> I, there is a problem. And so it, it kind of started and then it snowballed. 
And that is why I'm looking forward to the event that you're talking about, but I'm kind of not because of how quickly things spun out of control at the craft (laughs) event. So I go to this craft event. It's at my friend, Johnny. He has a big barn and he turned it into an event space. So this is the first annual craft event. My girlfriend, Marcy, makes these amazing blankets. And I mean, these blankets look like you bought them at a high-end store. They're gorgeous. And so to support my girlfriend, I bought one of her blankets and then her husband made a walking stick. And I found one that was my perfect height and and everything. And so I'm like, oh, when I'm walking the dogs, I can beat people. I I can't. And by the way, I cannot walk the dogs and carry a walking stick. I don't know why I didn't figure that out when I bought it, but you know, I'm trying to support my friends. So that was a big chunk of money because they're beautifully made. And so, and I'm walking around and I, so I bought those and I bought some soaps from one booth and I bought some candles from another booth and I really, really like, they're not trolls. What are they called? Gnomes. I really love Christmas gnomes. And this woman, I don't know how many Christmas gnomes I bought. Maybe four, possibly (laughs) five. And I have tons of, I have a, a Christmas decorating box upstairs that I break out and I have a ton of gnomes in there as well. Really love Christmas gnomes. So I bought all of those. Where the spinning out of control happened was once I left the craft event with this beautiful blanket that my girlfriend Marcy made. And the blanket is a furry black soft material on one side and then um, a black and gray, uh, you know, what is it? What is this? Flannel? Um, Flannel. Not flannel, but the pattern. You know what I mean? Plaid. Thank you. Because I don't have my words. Plaid um, pattern on it. And I was like... My she shed it doesn't really have a design. It's just it's browns, different browns. Neutral. I'm a neutral person, and I'm holding this blanket, and I'm like, I'm going to redecorate this room to around this blanket. <laughs> and so, on my way home, I stop in the store, and since everyone's having their their quote unquote Black Friday sales now, um, I bought new bedding. I bought yes. I bought new bedding and the bedding is super soft and furry and it's this light gray color. And I bought a blanket to put over the dog's bedding because buying new big Barker covers, they're expensive. I bought a blanket to put over them, a gray one. I went to Marshall's for that. Um, I bought covers because I have a, a desk in there. And so I put a cover over the desk so that it just looks like a nice table. And I got another blanket to put over the chair and there's a sofa in the room too. Another blanket to put over the sofa. It all matches. And I, um, what else did I do? I, it went, it went out of control. I was going to start painting furniture, but Johan came home and stopped me. Had to, I was like on my way outside with the spray can shaking it. And he's like, no, 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 no. It won't dry. It won't cure. It's too cold. So I was like, okay. But, oh, I got shades. And then I went to Lowe's and I got shades because we had I had blinds in the room. And I just don't like the mini blinds. And I was like, it would be nice to get shades. And so I got shades in the light grayish brown color and installed those myself and was Ooh. so freaking proud. I know. I was so freaking proud of myself. The second set was a little harder to, to install than the first set. But by the time it was done, this room is gorgeous. 
and so sweet. And I don't know if you can see it, but um, it's not a very good picture of it, but that's it with the blanket. And it's just, it's so nice and, and it's so pretty. And and now I just love being in there. And so that's why it spun out of control. (laughs) So that's why now I'm afraid of the other event because (laughs) I saw how quickly I saw one thing and, and just was like, I'm going to design everything around this. And so I'll go to this event and see one product and be, and be like, I'm going to change everything. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to buy all new grooming products. So, but I'm going to be there. I'm excited to see because I didn't attend last year and I'm just really excited to see how it goes. Yeah, I'm excited too. Well, uh, I know there's a lot of work going in behind the scenes. (laughs) (laughs) I bet. I bet. So, Well, I'll put a link in the show notes and if anybody wants to join, they should have information there and it'll be a Facebook group also. And uh, I'll have links for you in the show notes. That sounds fun. So what are you going to do for Thanksgiving? And do you cook a special meal for your dog? No, <laughs> I'm not really good at holidays. I'll be honest. Um, to my mother's dismay. Um, you know, we're local people. Uh, we just go to my parents' house and my mom hates making mashed potatoes. So we make our 10 pounds of mashed potatoes and uh, we make a couple other little side dishes and, and head on up to mom's house. And I mean, Nino always gets special stuff and he's on like a low fat diet right now. So he's been eating a lot of turkey and uh, I, I think he'll he'll always be fine. You know, (laughs) I don't know. It's holidays. I I'm not good about that kind of stuff. I I will admit I'm, I'm not. I want to be, but I'm not. To me, a holiday is, is basically I go into my emotional cave and I don't come out (laughs) until the holidays over. It's just my time to be by myself. And, um, I will, I mean, I won't be by myself. I'll, you know, be with friends. We got family. God, my cat got my cat. <laughs> and, um, but what I like to do is go to Costco and buy a bunch of meals. And I I try not to go crazy. One year I went absolutely insane and bought like we bought a cheesecake and we bought the the chicken fettuccine and some chicken enchilada. I mean, just bought tons of things. And we were just by the end of the holidays. I think it was just around Christmas. We were, we were like, I feel like we gained 20 pounds. This is insane. <laughs> so, but I will go and I might buy a few things that I hopefully he'll eat too, because it is Costco. And that's sort of like, I don't have to cook. And I don't know why I do this because it's not like I cook anyway, but, um, you know, that's what I'll do. And I love mashed potatoes. And so I usually go and get the Costco mashed potatoes with the big things of butter on them. And um, oh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I mean, there is just nothing better than mashed potatoes and gravy, like, in my opinion. And my mom always makes like, we always like to have a ton of leftovers. So that's why we make so much. Yep. <laughs> so I can be eating mashed potatoes and gravy for a week. <laughs> uh, I just I want um, I love my turkey. And I have a weird thing on Thanksgiving where I have to have I like to have turkey and cranberry sauce. And I am the corny person that likes it in the can where you just slice it on the plate and you just eat it. And so I will have that. And then the brown and serve rolls. 
I'm very simple person. And that is what I, that's, that is exactly what I want. And so I'm hoping to be able to, um, I won't get a full turkey, but just go and get maybe like turkey wings or a um, drumstick and make that. And, and then I'm going to sit and watch um, House of Dragon and, <laughs> and a few of the other shows that I've been watching. And it's hard for me to get through. I'm going to sit down and watch them in silence. <laughs> but no. My dogs don't get a special meal. They just get, I don't even do like, oh, well, I'll feed you guys turkey. They just get their normal meal. <laughs> Sometimes we would do turkey necks uh, for Thanksgiving for the dogs, but Penny, Penny had to watch her with them turkey necks. <laughs> Tim almost lost a hand one year trying to take it away from her. <laughs> we hadn't done those in a while. And with Nino being on a special diet right now, I don't want to mess anything up because we've, we've finally been stable and I don't yeah. want to. <laughs> it's like, don't rock not. the boat. Exactly. <laughs> I'm afraid of turkey necks because years ago, someone told me that their dog died. They had a beautiful German shepherd that died because they tried to eat the turkey neck whole and they were trying to pull the neck out of their dog's throat as their dog is choking to death. And as they're explaining this story, I was so horrified that I immediately stopped buying turkey necks. And that's when I switched to duck necks. And now my dogs will only get duck necks. <laughs> well, I always hold them. Yeah. And that them. makes sense. But even I can't even, I just can't get past the story. <laughs> oh, I understand that. <laughs> I just like, so it's like, oh my gosh, poor people. But okay. I have to go pick up dog food. All right. All right. Well, thanks for talking. Yes, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. <laughs>